Holy Puck, your number one source of hockey news, views, and abuse. It seems to be part of the course for the fucking Habs these days. I, I will definitely take all your advice on spark plugs. You're a piece of shit. Uh, it's good, wholesome fun. Vibes all around. Good vibes all around. Holy Puck. Old fans longing for a return to the glory days. So aggressive. And then there's young fans so who don't aggressive. know what a glory day is. Shame! Braden's budgie. It was such a one-sided fight. It was brutal. That's top-notch comedy. If you don't appreciate that, you can fuck off. Are you ready, Cam? Have you started recording? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking ready then, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for the corn intro to kick in. The corn intro? You it's know, not d- corn! It's not corn! Are you ready? The opening bit from Blind off their self-titled album. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, what's up, listeners? Yeah. Oh, hi, Cam. So this is Holy Puck. This is episode 17. <laughs> How are we still on the air? I know, because we record it for free in our house. Yeah! Yeah, because no one can stop us. <laughs> no, that's the best thing about Except our wives. And even then, they don't try that hard. They don't try that hard. But how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I've got a nice fresh beer ready to go to last me 15 minutes, so that should be pretty good. Nice. i got some bottled water. Ex- yeah. Responsible dad water. Bit of H2Go. Love it. It is. Love it. Is it is H2Go. Is it actually? No, it's just I refill it every week for you, dude. Oh, I thought that was the brand. No. Nah. Oh, it's, it's, it's Costco brand, dude. Oh, I love Costco. Who doesn't love Costco brand? I'm in the market for a kayak at the moment. And they're having uh, a yes. sale in their outdoor uh, adventure so section you mean this a week. A kayak, a giant bag of chips, and then maybe, I don't know, a fucking, probably a treehouse and glasses two- set. I've had my eye on this 2.5 kilo tub of Milo for a while. Ah. Yeah. Ah, slash giant bottle of barbecue sauce. Already got it. Yeah, you do. I have one too. <laughs> hey, you know what, dude? <laughs> Let's talk about hockey. Let's. Let us do let's, in fact. So let's roll through with the burning issues. Well, as we said last week and maybe the week before, and we can continue doing this, the Australian season is mere weeks away, which means we're going to continue to include a local news segment as well as our rash of NHL related gossip. Yeah, well, running into the playoffs, Cam, is getting very interesting, and we'll cover that off a little later in the show. Color me interested, but let's start with the international news. Ah, yes. So it looks like Big Pav, that's Pavel Datsuk for those playing at home. Uh, Why Big like Pav? You know, he's only 5'10, right? Yeah, but he's got a bowl cut, so it's <laughs> great. <laughs> How good is it that at 38 he still looks like his mum cuts his hair using a cooking bowl? I can't believe that he looks exactly the same as Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. It's just I was going to say Ben Stiller's character in Tropic Thunder <laughs> from the movie at the start. <laughs> oh, yes. Simple Ben. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. Yeah, anyway, so he's probably going to bounce back to Russia because he's had some family-related issues. What? So It's pretty vague at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Just simply family issues. But it's, I, you know what? I respect the hell At out least of it, he is not doing the old like no, I, he's not doing the old like Kobe, and he's like fuck you, I'm just gonna leave, and too bad you can't stop me. He wouldn't do that. He, no, he, I think he's, he's a better he's, quality of person. Than he's that. too high integrity. There's too there's too much moral fiber in the mix. I've actually got a Pavel Datsuk signature series uh, stick. Ah, oh. and any man who has a signature series stick would not do that to his team. No, well, absolutely, would, but he wouldn't. Not the twig. How but dare you? He's- <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Here's the thing, though, too. Given that he is pushing 40, when he says family issues, you've got to assume it's maybe a parent's not well because they're probably getting on. Something yeah. like that. So hopefully Let's be honest. The, the quality of healthcare in Russia is not super. Probably not great. So, let, 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 like all jokes aside, let's hope everything 
is okay on that front. And if he does end his storied NHL career on this note, it would be super disappointing because I, th- I think he's got a little more in the tank for us. However, if you're a Wings fan, this looks pretty good because it means you'll clear up around, you know, $7.5 7. million right, dollars a year comes mil. off the cap. I wonder Ooh, who could you use that for, Cam? Could you invest that money in Stevie Stamkos? You could, post-injury. He's, he'd be looking fine. He'd be, he'd, he, you know, he, he would just want to get out there, Cam. He, wanna get, he wants to get out there. He wants to bring a cup to Detroit. Well, here's the it's thing. coming. It's two, coming home. Two-pronged, right? A, Detroit's not that far from Toronto. No, it's not. So he'd be That's like, right. okay. He could, just, he, he could throw a football over Go the river. Go over the river. So he'd That's be like, fine. I'm happy with that. And too, like you said, looking great after the surgery, turn that Frankenstein into a Frankenfine. Nailed oh, it. You, <laughs> <laughs> you seriously thought about that on the way home and you're like, I'm Justin! Fucking, you're a fuckhead. Justin! You're an absolute fuckhead. So Justin. whilst we're still on the topic of being Russian and being shit at sports, um, <laughs> this, is, this is a great one. This is potentially the funniest thing that's potentially happened in the history of sports. So I think I, I messaged you about this this morning. At around 11. At around, no, no, no. I messaged you at around 5.17 a.m. Oh, I didn't, I didn't check my I phone. saw it when I woke it up. Whoops. So, holy shit. Today's breaking drug scandal. For those that are unaware, the entire, yep, that's the that's entire. Every single one of them. Under 18 World Championship <laughs> Russian squad was replaced with the under 17s team. Why? Oh, they all that failed. Be because they failed. They all failed a drug test. Hey, how funny is it the drug test is either a yes, no question and they all couldn't get it right? Well, how's this though too? The same test was so also good. failed by the Russian volleyball and curling teams. Mm. So. I smell a rat cam. Well, apparently the drug in question, which is meldonium, was only deemed illegal at the start of the year. But when you're playing line ball with gaining an edge, that shit's always going to backfire when, that's uh, right. and when so, water's lurking on every corner now. That's right. Water backdated it and whoop. Fuck them all. Well, I looked into this particular drug, right? And apparently mm-hmm. what it does is it allows... It, it does something around the protection and growth and development of muscles around your heart. However, And that's for ill people. However, if you're not ill and you're healthy, then it acts as a performance enhancer. So, uh, yeah, so they're it fucked. obviously increases um, mm. recovery time and... Yeah, all you know, that stuff. Strengthens the blood vessels. So additionally as well, mm-hmm. 139 athletes have failed the testing for this particular drug. And WADA has said... Without divulging a specific number, an <laughs> overwhelming number of them are Russian. That means almost all of them. Which, when you don't use the word overwhelming and it means not almost mean it. all of them. Not, not like they're not underwhelmed, they're not whelmed. Overwhelming. That's, there's too much, there's too many Russians cheating. Hmm. It's, it's great news, actually. That's why I reckon it's hilarious. You, you couldn't have just settled for whelming, could you, Russia? No. You know, they could have just, they, they're actually a pretty good hockey team. They could have just done it without cheating. And they still would have lost. But, but still, I blame Vladimir Putin. Mm. Too competitive. You know, I feel bad for him because he's so competitive. He's so angry. He's got the whole like action hero thing going on. Can't go ahead ahead to save himself. Oh, shocking setup, isn't it? Shocking rig. Shocking. <laughs> you can have this one. He, he would hate us because we're so well maimed. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Great, great feathers. Great feathers. <laughs> 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 All right, so everyone's um, most slash least favorite irrational goalie slash coach, Patrick Ouah, is I apparently... like Patrick Roy being a dickhead. No. I don't know, this, this works with me, mainly because he's a West Coast team. I don't care that much. Oh, he just annoys me. Anyway, <laughs> apparently he's very stroppy with Matt Duchesne because he dared to celebrate his 30th goal of the season. How dare you, sir? How dare you celebrate an achievement? To be fair, the Avs did lose the game 5-1, so I get it. However, point one, it's the first time he scored 30 goals in a season, so let the kid have his moment. And point two, Patrick, you did storm off the ice and demand to trade all those years ago, so, you know, you are hardly a shining example of appropriate in-game behavior. 
That's true. But, you know, you know, he's, he's the team were blowing it. Well, and also, so he, he wanted his, his players, particularly his leaders, to be, you know, a little more professional. Well, you know what? You can side with him then. I'm signing with the boys because I'm one of the boys and you're a dickhead. Ah, uh, yes. And you also do not dog the boys. I'd never dog the boys. <laughs> Don't dog the boys. Deshane's <laughs> been the subject of trade rumours for a while now too. So let's take uh, Patrick's dickhead attitude and the fact that Deshane wanted to have a little celly is a sign that, you know what? I've accepted uh, that I'm leaving Colorado. So fuck so, you. So there's, there's tension, Cam. He doesn't even care. He's like, oh, Patrick's going to be annoyed at me. I didn't give a shit. I'm probably playing in... Winnipeg next year. There it is. Official beef. Official. Love it. Official beef. You know what? You can have Patrick. I'm siding with Matt Duchesne. I actually don't care that much. I know who I'd rather party with. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Option C? Neither. To, to, to be perfectly honest, I don't really care about the abs. There no, it is. I do. I like the uniforms. Oh, yeah. Sick unis. More than the team. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, me too. And Jerome Ginla. Jerome, of course. I like Ty Barry as well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it, though, really. Yeah, I'm not a big farmer. No, fan. I like Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, but like in small doses. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway, so the Bolts have had a rough time. They can't take a hit or break for that matter. They, they literally, <laughs> they physically can't take a hit. Yeah, so Strowman's got a broken leg. Stemmer has obviously got blood clots and now is going to have to have significant surgery. Looking to, he'll probably be Had the surgery force. today, apparently yeah. released from hospital. Three months out. Yeah. So there it is. So his, his season's over. Callahan so with an undervoyage lower body injury. So, it's looking... Oh, and Vic Hedman's down now, too. That's right. So, they've had a they've had a rough, rough year in injuries already. So, the triplets have been in and out. It's been really tough for them. Tough gig for why, big Stevie Y. Like, what's he going to do? He's well, been the magic man so far, but now, well, what happens? Well, look, they've clinched, do do? Play, they've clinched a playoff spot, right? But surely that's as far as it goes. Like, that this, has to be it. This that's team can't function. So, his gamble... And good on him for having a gamble, having a flutter. Like you know, I'm a fan of having a little gamble. We like a we, we like a little gamble slash bean flick, just a toe dip. Yeah, just a little yeah, toe dip, right? Just a little. He had a punt, and it didn't work him. out. And like, he's like, I'm going to hang on to Stam Coast. We're going to have a cup run, and then we'll assess it after the season. Yeah, so well, now he's obviously going to you know get take take his injury money, and he's going to be like, well. Didn't win. I, didn't, didn't work out. Didn't go anywhere. Like obviously, you know, he's not. He's 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 gonna leave Tampa Bay. You know, feeling a little hurt. Well, here's Eisenman's report card for the year: loses Stamkos for nothing. Druin doesn't win a cup, <laughs> and the Druin. So Druin. all things considered, it's really raining shit on Stevie Eisenman in the next few weeks. It is, and you know what? It's gonna be great to see what happens because if they have somehow swing it around, we'll be here. Basically ignoring that we just rain shit on him. So it's great. No, you know what? That's not true because if you go down later in the run sheet, I actually apologize for something I said last week. Aw. Yeah. No, I actually did read it before we started. So good on you, Ken. Thanks. Well done. Hey, I'm going to have this one just to get out of the way. Oh, good. So just, just real quick, just, just in and out like a band-aid. Patrick Kane has eclipsed the 100-point mark for this season. Congratulations. And you even scored the 100th point when you dumped a hat-trick on my Bruins. Congratulations and get fucked. Speaking of excellent mustaches... Coach Q, that's right, Mr. Quinville, Glorious has confirmed, mustache. confirmed that Corey Crawford is going to be back for the playoffs. Ah, the Fuck crow. you. The crow. So the Oilers are bidding farewell to Rexall Place this week. They're well, they did moving. it today. They and they did, won. Yeah. 
They it, did fin- They finally won a game. Um, Excellent. What's, what's his face? Connor McDavid, McDavid. had a three-point game. Yeah, he did. Do you know what was sick, though? Pat Maroon had two goals. I like Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon <laughs> is actually working really well riding wing with Mr. McDavid. It's, it's almost the same philosophy as having Maroon on the same line as Corey Perry to protect him. Ah, uh, yeah. I quite like it. So I, this, I, is, this is another Gretzky situation. I was going to say, I really like another, the idea of the next and stage just so of happens, the Oilers. Happens to be at the Oilers as well. Oilers like. dynasty <laughs> to be big Pat Maroon protecting little, little Connor McDayday. Yeah. I quite like it. I hate you say McDayday, by the way. That's why I said it, because it rhymes with Nene. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I did eh, it. Eh, yeah, I knew what it upset you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, though, what a shame to see a once glorious house of hockey sent off into the sunset by such a dog shit team. Yeah. Like, like, I, I know they did win today. But I mean, that's it's not even a consolation prize. Like, no. let's be honest, it's it's very far, it's very like, far. It's like going on the chaser and getting <laughs> the kitty up to fifty thousand dollars, and then the beast killing you, and you go home with nothing. Yeah, it sucks. It hey, sucks. Yeah, there's an interesting little theory floating around at the moment. Um, you know Matt Murray. Ah, uh, yes, who's been the, currently killing it in goal while Fleury's been injured. Also, one of the goaltenders for the uh, under twenty four North American. Ah, uh, yes. And you know how he actually said, oh, he hasn't had a lot of big game experience, and then bang, he got it, right? There it is. You know what? We should talk more. Every time we speak, something happens. Something happens. So anyway, Matt Murray killing it while replacing Mr. Flower Power between the pipes of the pens. Does that mean Fleury is expendable? Now, I'm not saying Murray is a better keeper, but he's good enough, good enough. Yeah, well, so Fleury, who was the number one draft pick, is that, are you saying that Matt, so Matt Murray, who is essentially swung in and basically, you know, stolen stolen the starter while he's injured. Is Do they ride the heat? Is that what you're saying? Because this is what the Caps did with Holpe. He came in and rode the heat through the playoff run. That's how he's our starter now. Well, you know I love a cross-sport analogy, right? Yeah. Don't go, oh, yeah, because they're always good, so fuck off. All right? <laughs> are they, though? Yeah, they are. They're fantastic. Are they? They're fantastic. Just because you enjoy it doesn't mean that everyone else does. Uh, my wife said it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. My mom says I'm cool. All right. You know how I know Chinos are in? My mum fucking said so. All mm, right. She told me as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I believe good enough is good enough, and let me explain why. This year, the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl, right? Don't care. I know you don't care because you're a giant pussy. I don't care. Peyton Manning has been a horrible quarterback this year. According to the quarterback rating scale, he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. However, the Isn't rest he of the old as balls. Yes. The rest of okay. the team around him, however, was so fantastic. That him simply, like, not being Also, oh, him just being there. Just being there and not making mistakes was good enough for the rest of the team to perform and carry them over oh, so the you're line. saying that the Pens have all kicked it up a notch. Yep. They've had a few guys return. Therefore, making good enough. That's, good enough. So, so him just being there and being a three and a, half out of, three and a half out of five is good enough for them to continue winning games and ride it all the way Maybe through. So if they're, All the if, they're way if their ideology is that Matt's going to be a 9 out of 10 most nights, right? Yeah. And maybe he lets in three goals a night. Even a 7 out of 10. But we've got the firepower to score four goals a night. That's okay. As long as he doesn't have a total brain fart and let in six, then we it's going to be hard. We no, can see, score enough at the other end. I see your point. So that's therefore, good enough cam. is good enough. That's, and also, that's moving Flurry, again, that's a lot of money saved. I would be investing in our blue line and having a backfill for the forever injured Chris Letang. Yes. That's a good point, Cam. And so, there's a lots of D-men coming of age, so mm-hmm. to speak, at the end of the season. So, Pittsburgh, if you're on the hunt for a better-looking general manager, get it, your boy. Yeah. Great haircut. So, remember how Duncan Keith smacked Charlie Coyle in the face? Oh, well, he treated his nose like a baseball. Exactly. Well, guess how many games you got, Cam? Six. Six games. Hang on. You, you mean 16 games. 
No, I mean six games, Cam. 26 games. Six, Cam. Six pre-playoffs because they clinched it and the NHL didn't want to hurt their boy. Why would they do this, Cam? John. This is this is the most outrageous thing. And this is... I have never seen a comment section on any article <laughs> be so united. Be so united. And even Hawksworth was saying, yeah, okay, that's, that's dog shit. Sorry. Do you know the last... I, I saw a dude who was apologizing. Yeah, sorry, man. Like, the, the league is obviously being super, super favorable here and giving us, like, a really easy the, deal. To the do headline that. I saw on the hockey news was, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, the Duncan Keith suspension proves that they're willing to punish their superstars. And every comment was saying, are you fucking kidding? This proves the total opposite. Fuck you. Ah, uh, this was by old mate Matt, uh, Matt Larkin from, from, from uh, the, uh, the Hockey News. Hey, yeah. and you're telling me Matt Larkin was swinging off the legs nuts when he wrote a poor article. Yeah. Rare. I, I know. To me, this is this is news. Anyway, let's move on. But so, no, I'm still stuck on this for a minute. So six. I games, don't know if I am. Six game suspension essentially gives him a nice little holiday before the playoffs, where so he's going to play 30 minutes up. a night. It gives him, it gives him that that rest opportunity that essentially it's a paid holiday. The league have essentially said here's a slap on the wrist. It really should have been ten games, which would have seen him right into the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, the league make it look like they care, but, but without actually really. wounding the Hawks. That's right. So he comes back um, mm. for the very first game of the playoffs, no less. Oh, that's convenient. Is it, or is it well-timed and perfectly oh. executed? Mm. Wow, just another reason to hate the Whack Hawks. Anyway, we're all about the Panthers clinching the Atlantic Division. I am. John, can Yaramir the Iron Man and his collection of enthusiastic young ragamuffins get it done? Probably not, but it's going to be fun anyway. We sure hope so. It's going to be fun. You, you know, know, you know who's convinced great. they're going to win? Cohen. Oh, yeah. I think he's actually got money on them. You know what? They're paying really well. I think I'm going to load up on St. Louis. Ah... I like that. I like we'll him. get into that a little later, Cam. I like gambling. Let's, 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 let's get into that a little later. John. John. Yes. I like gambling. Yeah. I, I I'm, I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm aware of that, Cam. You're wearing fucking camo shorts. I know you are. They're camo party shorts, though. So, of course. You fuckhead. Anyway, Ryan Madonna's injured again. Who's oh. shocked? Not me. Well, although this time at least he was <clears> doing <throat> something, not getting punched in the face. He was going to block his shirt. <laughs> So that's great. If I could not get punched in the face and not get injured at the same time, it'd be super. Yeah, he was proactive in his injury. So this yeah, time so he, he was wasn't just getting his useful. ass kicked. He was being useful. Yeah, yeah. So he was yeah. getting in front of a puck and then, whoa. Hey, um, apparently Alex Radulov won't be resigning with CSKA Moscow this year. And he too wants to come back to North America. Uh, plenty of teams interested. Apparently the Leafs are the front runner. But mm, I don't really like Radulov. <laughs> I like his attitude. <laughs> I like how that you've written a really good thing in there. You know what? I don't like him. Yeah. I don't like him. But here's the thing, though. He's another dude that did the bolt for Russia, and he's like, oh, it's not working out. My money's not worth as much here. I want to go back to America. Speaking of dudes we don't like, Nazim Kadri copped a four-game suspension. Oh, for being, Nazim. For being yet another giant dickhead in another time, basically having a brain fart on ice and then being suspended for it. Yeah. So... Some people are saying, though... Am I one of these people? Yes, you are, Cam, because yes, you wrote this particular one, even though I think you just wrote it just to shit me, to be perfectly no, honest. No, I'm serious. Some people are saying that because he's the Leafs' best player, that there is Currently something... Currently like hottest player. Yes, he, well, he's been riding a hot streak for a little while. Some people are saying that by taking him off the ice, that the, the tank is in full effect. I fully believe the tank is in effect. Everyone seems to say that it is. You know what? I think they're going to suck no matter what. Well, look, so I don't think taking Kadri off, it's just going to be like less entertaining for us. Here's what happened, right? 
Babcock's got too much pride to fully tank. He knew the season was going to be tankish, but not fully tanking, right? So he's so given he, he bought he's, he bought up all his young kids and ah uh, he's given us him the old like gee up yeah someone just fucking do it man just no no do no, it. no I don't think he did right so he bought up all his young kids like Nyman and Highlander have been killing it and Morgan Riley's obviously great yeah. and the team's found a bit of chemistry and they started winning and Babcock's like see I can win with an AHL team get around me yeah management are like uh we really want Austin Matthews so <laughs> Kadri does something stupid that might be worth one or two games. They, oh, post they, a, push, yeah. they post a little call in. Maybe Brendan Shanahan, you know how he's the GM of yeah, the Leafs, yeah. how he used to be the head of the league's disciplinary committee. That's right, and they're all maybe, mates. Maybe he calls his mate and goes, yo. Maybe give him four. I need just give him four. Rub him out for four just because give, we four. need what's, to... What's an extra two? What's two? And what's case two? in point, they got flogged by the BJs today. 5-1. Yeah. 5-1. There it is. Oh, do you know what would be the ultimate backfire? You know how all season people have been talking about Toronto and Edmonton tanking? Yeah. Imagine if Columbus won the lottery and got the number one pick and they got Austin Matthews. Fuck, I hope so, for real. Dude, Austin Matthews and Boone Jenner. That'd be amazing. I think it would be, actually. Boone Jenner crossed the 30 goal threshold, by the way. 30 yeah. Goal, 30 well, goal season for our boy Boone and no major health issues this year. I think it's looking good. I think it... Could Boone Jenner be the next budding superstar in Columbus? I think I'm almost going to buy a Boone Jenner jersey just to hang it up. Every fucking week you say you're going to buy a jersey. I haven't seen a jersey yet. Dude, you want to see my spreadsheet for the jersey order that's going out next week? It's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, just to further trash the Leafs a little bit, I'm former Torontoite, Torontonian, Toronton. Sounds Tron- like wonton. Torontonian. Toront- yeah, it works. Torontonian. It doesn't. Torontonian. Anyway, so Rhymer. Rhymer. The Who's right- going, to, going to the lovely, lovely, warm and sunny San Jose. Killing it. Fucking killing it. Going to say now, hottest pending free agent goalie on the market. I think he might stay. Go get yours, James. Get those big bucks. However, like you said, I too think you'll stay in San Jose. Yep. How can which- you not want to stay in San Jose? That makes Martin Jones expendable after sure one does. year. Sure does. Remember how I said he was going to be the starter? I remember yeah, that. You were right. I remember that. It's the third time you've been right in 14 years. Exactly. So, speaking of things that have not gone well, if we're running off the back of Toronto, St. Louis is looking a little shaky at the minute with Bacchus going down. And Jake, Jake Allen, Allen as well. Only a couple games are going to miss, so. But still, that's Do you know Brian Elliott enough? almost got injured in practice today as well? Everyone's yeah. gone like, <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> yeah. It was like a um, frozen moment in time. It looks like the Blue, they're only going to miss a couple games, which is good. Um, and I know the Blues are desperate to break their one-and-done hoodoo, so hoodoo. So hopefully these two make it back soon because I'm really rooting for St. Louis this year. We really like St. Louis and we've been on them all year and it's great. You know, I'm a huge Paul Stancy guy. I still don't get that. He's fucking useless. I like him. He picked it up after he came back from injury too. and You know that. Whatever. <laughs> hey, um... <laughs> I need to take this because I need to own this. You do. And you were so... Let, let me preface this. So this is in regards to the, the Jimmy Vesey uh, situation, let us say, Cam. All right. So just let me do it. I don't. I, I need to bask in a little bit more. like Because things happen a lot and you say shit a lot and they backfire all the time, but you just like let it go. This is a good one. This is a great one. All right. This situation shit and... All right. Why? I'm not going to call this a retraction because I'm a prick. You should call it a fucking retraction. Not calling it a retraction. You fucking should. I'm an egomaniac and I'm not going to, so fuck right. you. Uh, anyway. So calling the dude out on the podcast for two consecutive weeks and then... And then... So that means he that gets w- fucking picked up by your team. So that means like 612 people heard me do it. That's not enough. How much is enough, Cam? Sweet humble brag, though. (laughs) (laughs) How much is enough, though? Anyway, (laughs) anyway, 
Last week, I ripped on NCAA hotshot Jimmy Vezzi for the manner in which he navigated his entry into the NHL, which, for those that didn't tune in, involved dogging the Preds. We all know how I feel about dogging the boys. Exactly. Don't dog the boys. Now the hot tip is, the reason he dogged the Preds is because he doesn't want to go to Toronto with his dad. Where does he want to go, Cam? He wants to go to his hometown club in Boston. Wow. In which case, I fully apologize for getting pissed (laughs) off. Because if you join the Bees, I'm incredibly happy to have you in your red-hot skill set. Sidebar Suck that though, dick. Suck you, that dick. If you do Suck go it. to the leaves, I retract Get on those this. knees. No, no, no. If you do go to the leaves, so I retract this retraction by my fuck you statement. But every... So you can't even admit you're wrong. You preface it with, just in case. Yeah. So basically, if you come to Boston and all signs are pointing to you going to Boston... You're a piece of human garbage. Welcome, and we're very happy to have you. Keep swinging off them nuts. If you go to Toronto, this retraction never happened. This not retraction never happened. (laughs) You suck. Uh, I'm fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I almost feel like going back and cutting up how you were so cut and then putting that together and then posting just that. Do it. I don't give a shit. That was pretty good. I dare you to commit the time to do it. Yeah, I'm probably not, hey. Exactly right. I knew I'd get away with it because you're useless. Maybe I will. Maybe you won't. Maybe I will. You're going to go downstairs after we've done this and watch the X-Files. We both know it. Yeah, the X-Files are fucking sick, though. Anyway, <laughs> on to some local <laughs> hockey news. There's actually been some really big news out of Perth this week. Um, For those of you that don't know where Perth is, it's actually the most isolated capital city in the world, which is probably why you've never heard of it. Yeah, and it's incredibly hot. And so th- this big news um, is, is 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 a pickup. It's Cam. big. It's big news to us because <laughs> it's big news. See, it, the hockey community, particularly the the AIHL, which is the Australian Hockey League, um, they don't have big name pickups very often. In fact, the last one was Victor Gibshadine, who's um, Swedish, who come from the Swedish. And Mavis, league. who works at the canteen at O'Brien's Ice House. Absolutely, Mavis, huge pickup. <laughs> Huge Cancelling a sauce packet Huge Huge um, Anyway Can crush tinnies The Perth Thunder would like to announce Their first of four signed imports for the season Which is goalkeeper Thomas Hemskirk. Uh Thomas is a seasoned Canadian pro Played in the WHL, CHL, ECHL and AHL um, And he's also been picked up by the San Jose Sharks uh, GM Stan Scott of the Thunder says Thomas is an excellent signing. We've all talked together over the last three years waiting for the right opportunity to make this happen. Uh, we put a deal together in November. I believe we've secured not only a top player, but a great person who will bring a lot to our club. This is great news, Cam. Credentials are fantastic. Perth are a good team. They seem happy to have him. He can also groom some of the other goaltenders around him. I think it's a great community move, not only for the, the community in Perth, but also the community of hockey in general in Australia, which is good news, Cam. And what you international listeners need to get down with as well, like a goalie who's played in the WHL, CHL, ECHL, and AHL. Is big fucking news in Australia. That's con- that's like all-star shit to us down here. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, that's considering we're still playing NCAA rules. Yeah, it's huge. Sidebar as well, our friend Clint, who's a San Jose Sharks fan, is also originally from Perth. Mm. And he goes for the Perth Thunder, it's which means connection. he's got a little Shark Thunder connection. He's a happy little camper. Sure, Shouldn't say is. little camper. He's like six foot seven, but he's a happy camper. Yeah, great he's a happy. Beard. He's a happy big camper. Yeah, like a family dome tent size happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, five sleeper. Yeah, five sleeper. sleeper. Five, five. You're right. Yeah. 
Hey, um, <laughs> Great I, beard. I went to the excellent Melbourne. Beard. I went to the Melbourne derby last Thursday night. John and it was didn't, excellent. I didn't go. John didn't because he's a pussy. Yeah. Um, turned out we, we actually I went and got barbecue and had like five beers. It was great. That's right. Still not hockey then. Not hockey. Um, it was upsetting. It was good though. The ice took down the Mustangs by a margin of five to one. As expected, the teams were still gelling in the preseason, but by the third period, they actually looked pretty good. A little bit of yep. tic-tac-toe action. It was looking a little smoother. Um, this always happens though. It's always in a one-sided affair. Each year, it's like it's, it's, it, it's so far it's been. Yeah. Stangs, ice, stangs, ice for the last few years. Ice so looked really good though. It's good. It's good. So how how were the crowd cam? Give us the play by play. Was did how, what about tell me more about the ice cheer squad? No. Now just, as as an ice fan, I just don't even want to get into it. Eh? I know that it's upsetting to you. <sighs> they just. They're I don't all, feel. I feel like they're doing the ice a disservice sometimes. They're all about their rehearsed chants, and I love their passion and their enthusiasm. Their but rubbish. whoever's writing the lyrics, I, I don't know what their record collection's like. They need to put some work in, because like whoever their key influences are, go to a swap are, meet. Whoever their key influences are in like the <laughs> lyrical area of their life is not great because they need to work on something. Oh, yeah. Upgrade from Eric Clapton. Yeah, it, like, I love their enthusiasm and I love their passion and I love anyone who's a good loyal vibe. supporter. Good vibe, great vibe, and everyone loves you. You gotta tighten up the songs. Yeah, you gotta tighten them up. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> it's tough. Hey, another import. Uh, uh, another Canadian. That, yeah, the Braver announced uh, the signing of Canadian defenseman Art Bidlevsky. Yes, I had a quick scan through hockey fights. Um, Can punch dudes. Dudes. Punched on a lot. So Can there's punch a bit, dudes. bit of grit on the Canberra blue line this season. I hope the rest of the teams are well equipped to handle him because uh, not only can he throw a punch, he can fucking take one as well. Well, this is a good move for Australian ice hockey because they shy away and frown upon fighting in our low-level league. Which yeah. Ameri- not just low-level. Like, that's, that's not the right word to use. The rules that we play within, you don't get a five-minute fighting major for you fighting. Get you, you get booted from the game and you get a one-game suspension. Yeah, that's right. So if um, you're going to fight, you need to f- you got you to, need to make, make it, it work. It. But um, gonna, if you're going to punch someone, it's, it's you're going to... It's almost take your skate off and stab someone level. Like the thing I like about this, though, is look the, the quality of the imports is going up year by year, which in turns improving the oh, quality well, it, of everyone around it. It suggests the league's getting better as a whole, right? Well, and if, it's if more it's attractive. More appealing, that's it's, right. You know, you would assume that within a few years we might get you know that next rung up of players, which is pretty cool. That's right. Um, that's good news, Cam. Maybe like, like Australian baseball, like we have. Oh, so so many dudes are going over. We're exporting so many dudes at the minute that. There's a lot of there's a lot of interest in the local league. We now. actually had 13 former ABL dudes play on opening day yeah. majors this year, which, which is, is huge. fantastic. Which is actually two per team, if I do my maths correctly. No, 13, dude. Oh, so how many teams are there? Seven. 30. There's no. 30 baseball teams. Australian teams. You fucking idiot. Oh, you mean per Australian team? Yeah. I thought you were talking about. I'm like, no. dude, you fucking suck at this. No, I'm actually doing very well in fantasy baseball this week. Actually, so am I. Rare. Turns out we're both really good at fantasy baseball. Yeah. Don't know anything about baseball. Great at fantasy baseball. Speak for yourself. I'm having a great time. I don't know anything about anything. Um, I know how to fantasy, though. Made my first pick up today. What up? Nice. Um, anyway, the point... Can I R? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the point is, though, that um, yeah, like year by year, it looks like we're going to get a high quality of import. And what they do in baseball is younger players looking to crack the big league roster. They send them to Australia in the off-season right. to, stay, to stay warm. Well, it started... If, I, I would love to see that here where they're like, all right, look, um, your NCAA team hasn't made the playoffs. Yeah, go go do the Australian Australia, season and then... cook for a bit and send them back. Have a crack at the NHL draft. What, it's, it, th- this happened before the NBL, the, uh, or the, the Australian Basketball League, faded away into obscurity. That's back, though. Man. It is back, though, but well. this, is, this is what they used to do. They, you know, the big, big American colleges and some of the, you know, the... 
B squads used to get sent over and they'd play in our league and we'd let them stew for a little bit and it upped our quality for a short period and then it obviously faded away. But the same theory applies here, Cam, that mm. the, the, the exact same thing's going to happen. We're going to see a lot more imports coming through. We're going to see local talent having to keep up with the imported talent, which means that everything goes up, which is excellent. Love it. Couldn't be happier. I'm very happy, Cam. Yo, the Brave, Alexi, t- uh, it's Toivonen. He signed up for another season between the pipes. So what I'm saying is... The Brave is stacked. I'm actually tipping them. They're my uh, preseason favorite. Yep. I like them. Well, I don't think the Stangs will be much good this year. But that, that's that's okay, though, because we can still do a road trip. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure how likely that is, though, because I am paying for my whole family to go to Canada. Ooh. So just spending money on a weekend of beers with you is not really high on the family budget agenda. Could be. We'll see how we go. Hey, wouldn't maybe, we, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll, we can get someone to sponsor the trip. That'd be fucking sick. You know what? I was thinking about this, right? <laughs> so there's that Perth Street Hockey League, which has 660 members. Which is insane, by the way. If We should do a Kickstarter to get us over there to commentate the game and do a podcast from the tournament. Which, no, we'll do a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. Yeah, which is like where you, jokes you don't have to give them anything. You just jokes like, aside, though, who would want us to come and uh, commentate their tournament and do a live podcast? I would, I would do it. I would do it. If, if I was me... And I was playing hockey and I was listening to us. I want us to come and do it. You I know actually, what I mean? I actually reckon we'd kill it. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this after how, we're done. How can we not kill it? How can we? We just we kill it just doing the news. How can yeah. we not fucking kill it? Hey, you know what, dude? Do you like... You like... I love the news. What kind of news do you like? I like good news. Let's do the good news. Yeah! So speaking, the good news is really good this week. Um, as we've been pimping uh, women's ice hockey for quite a while. Don't know about your choice of words, pimping the women for a while. Ah, we've been pumping up the game. Good, that's better. Wasn't wasn't go. loving the first sentence. Was it? You, you were digging it. Well, no, no vibe. No vibe. <laughs> no vibe. No vibe. <laughs> says says the dude in the fucking camo shorts. I have a young daughter, and I don't want to speak about women in that manner. Ah, mm. see, not only do we swear, but we also promote the chicks. Yes. <laughs> But look, the point we're trying to make is for the, the third US, year in a row. That's right. The American uh, high, uh, women's ice hockey team, they took took out the gold medal at the championships. The world championships. That's right. So. Look, we don't have an allegiance either way. We just cheer for good hockey. Yeah, we, we, we just like hockey in general, to be honest. But with the USA beating Canada, it's particularly funny because watching the message boards light up with dudes saying, fuck America, this is our sport. It's super funny. Yes. Get over it. It's not your sport. It's everyone's sport. People play it all over the world, Canada. The Just real winner here is it. hockey. That's right. The ladies, and most importantly us, because watching us hats make tits on themselves on the internet is always a good time. Well, any time that you see a women in hockey post, there's always that some, you know, there's always some fat basement dweller who gets all cut that there's the women are in the in the spotlight having a good time showing off their skills and generally being mad. He probably and can't they, even skate, the dude that's saying that to Well, him. no, absolutely not. And they, 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 he try, they try and detract from the message of this sport is inclusive and great for everyone. And it's a really, it's, it always kind of puts, you know, a bit of a tarnish on it. But we're not taking that here, Cam. Not at all. Hey, I don't want to take it. Tell you what else is good, though. Like their soccer counterparts, the US women's team is absolutely killing it. Um, and so long as we're doing this show and ranting on the internet, we're going to... We're going to continue to encourage you all to pay attention to the male and female games. That's right. But I've got a little non-hockey related sidebar that I wanted to delve into in the story. 
The, uh, the women's U.S. soccer team recently filed an injunction against the U.S. Soccer Federation as it's been revealed that the men's teams paid four times as much as they are. They travel better, so, you know, better quality flights and their road accommodations better as well. So before any of you knobs chime in and say, blah, 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 the men generate more cash, that's actually not the case in the supporting documentation. So the women's team is ranked at number one and the blokes are sitting at 30 for soccer. So a brief look over their case shows that the female stream of the game does generate more income. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up, fingers crossed, basically, if this gets through and the US women's team is able to successfully sue the Federation for equality for the women's soccer team, we're hoping it has a flow-on effect and continues to an ongoing sense of parity amongst the guys and girls. And we see that get put into practice. So that means we'll see more chicks getting paid the same. So I actually read a lot about this I mean, earlier in the it, week. There it, was some, it will take a while. There was some, you're right. And there were some really high-profile um, female advocates pushing for a lot of this earlier Oath. this week. Oath. Um, no, no, I, I really like to, like, when, when you read, when these stories pop up, I really like to hear what the, like, the really popular, like, populist female perspective is going to be because sometimes they, they often give you both sides of the story in a really negative way. You know who you should check out? Check out her stream, Michelle Beadle. She's a, it's Fox Sports or maybe ESPN. She's an analyst. And she was just going in yesterday about mm. Greg Hardy being given like an interview tour to say why he's not a bad dude for beating up a chick and should get an, another stab at a job. Yeah. And she actually came out and said, why the fuck are we ESPN giving this dude a microphone about her own yeah. employer? How rude. Gives no exactly. fucks. That's good. Get around her. No, I, I follow um, all the um, all, all the Caps, Wizards and Nationals um, like reporters. So that's all the... All so the everyone except the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Because I'm a Colts man. Ugh. I knew yeah. there's a reason I didn't like you. <laughs> Not just the haircut cam. But um, no, look, obviously, like if they can achieve what they've set out to in the soccer space, we're hoping the flow-on effect can do the same thing across all sports. Which we'll see. And it would be fantastic to see a constant and continuous growth in right. the women's hockey realm. Yeah, well, hopefully that means we'll see um, a bit more than what we saw this year of their league. So we'll see it go up. A notch. We'll, see well, they've only got games. four teams at the moment, so yeah, obviously so we we'll want to see, see expansion. We'll and see six, eight, twelve. That's what we like to see. More advertising, all that stuff. That's right. I mean, I watched a few of the games this year. They were great. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I had a great time. You had a great time. I follow. We follow very like almost all, anyone who's got an Instagram who plays hockey in one of the um the women's teams. So we we follow almost all of them. I think we actually follow every league in the world. Yeah, but I think we also follow all of the all of the female teams. We do, um, and and all of the stars that have Instagrams as well, which Legends. is huge. Get around them. Get around us. Hey, <laughs> I'm around me. <laughs> Part two of the good news this week, because you know what else is good? Hockey parties and partying and good people. Yep. So we're actually going to give a bit of a spruik right now because our friends at uh, Cheapskate yes. Hockey are having a party. We're, we're big cheapskate fans. We're rocking their gear. Is it? In fact, you know, I what? thought you were going to say we're both cheapskates. I'm like, wow. Well. We are though, but yeah. at the same time, I, I rock my cheap gear all the time. I think it's fucking great. People always say to me at work, like, "What's with the C?" I'm like, uh, I'm "Stands captain. for stands for Cam, the dude I do my podcast with. I love him. Legend, You're an absolute fuckhead." Yeah, I know. Anyways, you Sydney oh dwelling God. folk are very lucky. Cheapskate is throwing a party. Uh, it's a launch for this season's range, season two. That's right. So that's Sunday, April seventeen, between five and nine p.m. at Absolutely. Hunter and Fox, which is located at four twenty two Botany Road, Sydney. Excellent. Facebook event kicking around. There's the details again. Um, there's going to be fresh fresh refreshments supplied by Young and Henry's and Cause. Excellent facial hair. New range is going to be available there first. So bring your pimp, wallets. Which is very, 
very saw some pimp. stuff today, and let me just tell you, fucking it is sick, most excellent. If we lived in Sydney, Cam, we we would be there. Well, we were invited, but we, neither of us could afford to fly up for it. No, we were actually asked to att- appear. Which yeah, is great. So, which is weird because we never were actually told to leave venues more often. Yeah, than I mean, I've though. never been invited to a party before <laughs> in my own city let alone someone else's so this is really exciting so you know shout out to those guys and make sure you pop down and check it out like if you don't follow them on instagram and the rest of their socials make sure you check them out at, at cheapskate hockey but you should actually do it though because the gear's rad the dudes are rad they're giving you beer and food there's going to be good music and all they're trying to do is what we're trying to do which is further Get local hockey further grow and connect the local hockey community do it for sydney do it for hockey do it for the cheapskate guys do it for heath and andy Mainly Andy because he's a Rangers fan and I feel sorry for him. But he's he's high on St. Louis. We do like that. Yeah, we we love that. Do you know what else we love? We love baseless bullshit banner cam. Love it. Tasha called disturbance of the mental with her bipolar uncle. Uh, bipolar. You know what's even better? I wrote this one this week. John never contributes to show creation content. No, I write the end bits, which are usually shit. John writes the four minute end bits and I do everything else. Yeah, yeah. So but John's I, I actually done this stuff. and you know what? It's not bad. No, no, no. He's done a really good job. It's well researched. I had two hours to myself at work and I figured, you know what? Rather than masturbate in the level seven toilets, I'm going to do some fucking work for the podcast. Finally. Take it away, John. This is your baby. Well, I, 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 needed, I needed to vent this because I was, I was sitting at work. I'm like, you know what? What's happening in the East? Because I'm like, everyone's clinched. And then I noticed that there were so many teams that are still vying for a little playoff spot because oh, the West is a Is this a, a segue to tease me? No, actually, because I think the bees are in a very precarious position. So I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that to you, Cam, because I think you're in a very stressful time right now. We, so you, you're going to. Then. It's tough to be a bees fan right now. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thanks, man. Um, so yeah. it's it's been a, thanks, man. It's been a very big week, and obviously, with as it's coming down, there's some teams only have two games to play. Um, the West is a lock with obviously the Preds and the Wild locking their wild card spots in the last few days. So both of us were right. I said Absolutely. the Wild, you said the Preds. Absolutely. So that means that the most interesting playoff race is again within the East and in the bottom end of the East Ooh. again. So that sees us looking at the final wild card spot, which we have potentially three teams vying for that same spot where we have the Bees, we have Detroit and Philly all sitting on roughly 91 points with Detroit sitting with at one game kicker at 93. So, Whew. we're going to run through the teams. I'm getting pissed off just looking at this, to be honest with you. Yeah, so we're going to run through the teams and we're going to run through the issues that they're going to face and we're going to run through the, who they've got to play. And let's be honest, It's looking like it's going to be Philly. All right, John, let's just get it out of the way. Do Boston first. (laughs) Because I can see that you're itching to do it. You know what? You know what? Hang on. I support you, Boston. I support you. So that's that odd piece of dead air was Cam dropping his mic and throwing on his bees beanie. Which is actually sick, though. It is, actually. How tall is it, too? Because I've got such a big head. I have the same beanie in a Caps one. But the thing is, though, these are the oversized beanies, and it still can't fit on my head. I have the same one. They're huge. (sighs) Huge head. Huge head. Huge head. Huge head. Big star, big head. Big head. Big, big head. Anyway, so the Bruins have two games left, one against Detroit and one against the Sens. However... Both at home. Both at home. And the Bees have been playing surprisingly well at home in the last few. Except where we lost to Carolina in a shootout. Yeah, I mean, and that article you posted today was very funny. The Bees being the worst team in the NHL. If you take in the last 10 games... If you subtract the five games that directly followed the All-Star break, Boston have been the worst team in the National Hockey League... 
since February 19th. We are worse than Edmonton, Columbus, Toronto. You know what? I'm just going to leave that there because I was just about to launch into another tirade of how dare you make fun of Edmonton with your rubbish record. But you know what? You know what? That's not fair because both these games are home games, Cam. You're playing, obviously, Ottawa, and then you're playing Detroit, who have the two-point lead on you. Losing at home today in a shootout was not the best start. Yesterday is when we lost in a shootout. Thank you. Excuse me. It was not the best start to when when I originally wrote this. There were three games left, but so it was not the best start to this very 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 tail end. And it's very interesting that's come down to this. The bees could potentially win the last two, especially with the patchwork D, as you've noted. I think but, it's very doable to win the last two. Yes. So Detroit have a single game in hand, which means that it's going to be tough for the bees to come up. So sitting outside of the wild card spot. The highest of hopes are with Bees fans who are obviously praying to Marshawn. Please, please score every game. Fuck. He's had 36 goals this year, He's man. Killing He's it, killing actually. it, actually. I'm a big right. Marshawn fan. But let's consider them the outside roughy. You can do Detroit. All right, so here's the thing. Detroit have two games remaining now as well after beating the Philly Flyers today, taking them to 93 points. Detroit have two games, both on the road versus Boston and the New York Rangers. I believe Detroit are going to lose both of those games, leaving them stranded on 93 points. I believe Ooh. Boston's win over them will level it at a 93-point ledger. And, and so then Boston will take their spot because they earned the points last. Last. And then Boston will beat Ottawa at home, taking us to 95 points. Ooh. And when the Wings lose to the Rangers, they'll be stranded on 93. So we'll be 95, they'll be 93. Thus, meeting the Capitals in the first round. However... And to Philadelphia. Philadelphia currently stranded on 91 points, had three games remaining. Here's who they've got. They have the most games remaining, Cam. So they have the one-game kicker to help them out. But here's who they've got. Toronto at home, I believe. Philadelphia will win that game. I I think they'll lose it. I I think they'll underestimate the young Leafs. Really? Okay, so yep. let's okay let's that throws I, a big kicker in the whole thing because right, it fucks the whole plan. Let's go on your scope then. Let's say they lose to Toronto at home. What happens when they play Pittsburgh at home? They lose again. No, they don't. They win because they wow. always play well against Pittsburgh because they can fucking squeeze. squeeze. They 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 suck the class out of their game and turn it into a shit fight. Mm, that's true. Although the Pens are coming home very strong, so it's going to be an interesting game nonetheless. Disagree. So and that takes them to they, 93 points. Their final game of the year is against the Isles in Brooklyn. That's right, in Brooklyn. So that means that they have to win their final game of the year to clinch that final spot away from home. I think... Tough ask. Not just as a Bees fan, I think Boston are still going to get in because wow. we're going to win our last two games. I think Philly are only going to win one of the last three, meaning they're stranded on 93 points. And I think Detroit are going to lose their next two. Wow. So they're going to be stranded on 93 wow. and we're going to get in on 95. Is, so that's 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 a big call, Cam. So I, this is so interesting because there's three teams. I love that it requires one of the other teams to lose or win. And I love that we're secure. all playing each other too. Yeah, yeah to, that's right. So every single team literally has the opportunity to influence directly influence the other team's birth in the playoffs. That it's actually is just unreal. it's actually a really good storyline, and there's a, there's a I um, love it. I think it's great. There's another one going on at the moment too. Um, the Golden State Warriors lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves yesterday in an upset, yeah. which means there's four games left in the NBA season. The Warriors need to win all four to break the Bulls' all-time record, or three to tie it. Wait for this though. Two of those four games are against the Spurs. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> storylines everywhere at the yeah. moment, baby. Dude, you know, you know who the, the you best. know who the real winner is. 
Sports. That's right. Capital letter sports as well. Sports. Sports. Exclamation marks everywhere. Sports. Sports everywhere. That's right. So, there's lots going on at the minute, and I think the... The two teams to watch here are Philly and Boston. They're the, they're the two teams. If, you, if you're if you watching any games, you're watching Philly and Boston games. Now, I need to throw something out there in the universe. Oh. As a Boston fan, I, of course, want to see my team advance to the playoffs. You have no right to be there, though. However. You have no right. I know we're not very good, and we're doing one of those middle-of-the-road rebuilds where we're retooling certain parts it's par- it's around retooling. existing good right. parts. It's not, it's not a rebuild. Mm. It's a retooling. And I do I do realistically I believe that we can contend for a cup in two to three seasons with the manner in which we are retooling. Oh, but not now. Not now, right? Not now. Oh, no. So, if so I, I, I want to see us make the playoffs, but, but, I don't, but I don't think we can do anything with it. There's no, no purpose. purpose? The, purpose, purpose? Is to, the purpose is to shut our fan base up. Uh, yes, who are notoriously vocal and stupid. And stupid. So <laughs> what I'm going se- to selflessly say is... Oh, you'll, 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 you'll fade away. 50, 50% of me obviously wants to see the Bruins make the playoffs just to, so I don't get abused by our friends. Plus, However... What... What good is it going to make you? Is it going to be for you to make the playoffs? It'd be, there is not. It'd be better for me as an individual, not a Boston fan, just as a human being, for Philly to make the playoffs and destroy the Capitals in the opening round. You know what's going to happen, dude? It's we're so straight up. Although the season series is tied at two two this year. But he, yeah, but they won the last one. Mm. And here's this though too. Not only could the Flyers vanquish the Capitals in round one, I think they've got Pittsburgh's number as well. That's excellent. Because and you know that Pittsburgh have the easiest run in against the Rangers. Do you know who else's number they've got? If they did end up playing the Rangers, I think they've got the Rangers number as well. They shook Ryan McDonough up. Yep, that's right. That's right. So, let's roll through our, pr- our predictions here. So, I think it's a tough to be, it's a tough time to be a Bees fan. So, for my, the Bees, my, my prediction is we're going to get in and do nothing with the slot and who cares, but I would rather see the Flyers get in and ruin your life. Any, any... So, any... Any team losing a game at this point is catastrophic, except if you're Philly. If the Bees Philly are lose the only game, team that can afford a loss. That's right. If if the Bees lose a game, if they tie a game, that's overtime loss shootout, you essentially cooked. Your season's over. We need to win both games in regulation. Absolutely. So it's very, very tall ask. The question that I have to ask for that is, though, Cam, is it worth it? And is it worth putting the players under that stress? Probably not. Yes. You know why? Because they need to do it to save Claude Julian's job. Oh, that's a, that's a good angle. Yep. So I think, yeah, I, I would love to see the bees make it because, like, let's be honest, why would why they have no reason to be there? But, and because um, you think we're an easier matchup than Philadelphia? Significantly easier because we fucking fist you every time we play you for the last, like, two years. It's been mental. Only when Hoppy's in it. We're all over your boy Grabber. Grubauer. I like Gruby. But we'll be starting Hoppy in the playoffs. Come on. <laughs> Maybe. He does seem to lose his mind in the playoffs. No, he we, he, we, he we picked him up as our starter because of his playoffs performances, Cam. How did he go last year, John? Oh, terribly. Yeah, terribly. okay. Terribly. So, how, I think the did, Panthers are going to be How did he go very, last year, though? Terribly. Cool, just checking. Terribly. So, the Panthers are going to be hard to play. They're going to be interesting to watch, but they're not going to go too far, I don't think. I think we, we could be seeing a second round dropout, potentially first round meltdown. You ready for me to say something completely ludicrous? I always am, Cam. We've been mates for a while now, let's be honest. I actually believe the Pittsburgh Penguins could win the Stanley Cup. I know they having having a look at the run and then having a look at the power play as it's as the pitcher is forming. 
the pens look like they have the run through. You know how you can just sort of, you can sit there and you can visualize the run? I, I can feel there. it in my waters. It's so shit. I feel like the pens are the only Eastern Conference team now that could legitimately upset someone in the West. Yeah, well, the Caps have been playing so poorly. Mm. So, for the last... Imagine I, if you won the President's Trophy and then the Pens won the Cup. Would that hurt you even more? Yeah, I'd be really upset, actually. <laughs> Go, Pittsburgh! Another interesting point, though, and this is as I was doing the rewrite um, for this segment earlier tonight. Tell me more. Uh, the most interesting thing is three of the season series, so that's... Um, Chicago v. St. Louis, Washington v. Philly, and Detroit um, v. Tampa have all ended in a 2-2 season series, which means the remainder are all within a single game. So the only real standout matchup, if you're talking statistics only, is the 1-4 deficit that Minnesota have against Dallas. So Mm -hmm. every other season series has been dead even. Although the wild clean sweep of the Blackhawks. Ah, there's another one. Very interesting, Cam. So the Wild Very own Chicago. Mm. So and, and well, I mean, um, the West Coast has been like I didn't even bother talking about the, the West Coast in this one because let's be honest, they're a lock. Yeah, we all know. So this was more interesting about the East. Yeah, absolutely. And like, like I said, I think the Caps have blown it. Um, their their performance over the last month's been terrible. Are you just saying that so you don't put a hex on yourself? No, they are being fucking terrible, and I, I actually haven't even been watching them. It's been that shit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Enough of that. Do you enjoy you enjoy breakfast? I love breakfast, Cam. Sugary breakfast. Sugary breakfast is my favorite. Pancakes. I love pancakes. Bacon. Bacon. Waffles. Waffles. The weekly waffle. Yeah. This I'm, is excellent. I'm taking this one. I know you are because you've you've written this and it's it's it's, it's of mild quality at it's, least. It's a champ special. It's a, it's I know I know Cam. I can see. There's, there's, there's alliteration. There's all caps. Mm-hmm. It's got Cam written all over it. All right. So Shane Doan. Yes, he. The seasoned grizzly leader of the Arizona Coyotes. Don't stop believing, man. <sighs> Don't stop believing. Came out with an absolute belter of an idea in the last 24 hours. And no, it wasn't about, you know... Being a general hair, legend, yeah, having a great or haircut. Hair grooming or tinnies. <laughs> Allow me to quote the great man. The day you, and you being a team, is mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, you start accumulating points. When you get to the end of the season, whoever's accumulated the most points gets the first overall pick. Ah. This is actually genius. So if you're a team that's been eliminated and you can't contend and win the cup, but you can't continue to tank, the most successful post-elimination team nabs that number one pick. I like I that. love it. I like, love it. It promotes a lot more competition leading up to the end of the season, and it gives incentive Incentive to play well, Cam. Check this out, right? This is a concept that doesn't reward losing, and by not rewarding losing, you're not allowing the league's consistently disappointing teams, not naming any names Edmonton, to develop a losing culture. Because Mm -hmm. like we said before, once you accept losing, you are forever a loser. So from a fan point of view as well, this is incredible, right? As essentially, you're getting a secondary set of playoffs for the last four to six weeks as a regular season. So you're getting better quality hockey leading up to the playoffs, which means, like, let's be honest, the last... Three to six weeks have been pretty bit boring. Bit flat. Well, it, it's, it's been said, tough to watch hockey lately. Whereas this will turn it into a round robin to see which dumpster fire can be less dumpster fiery. Yeah. So which team is essentially less shit? I and like get, that. I like it. It's essentially a less shit off. And get... Whoa, nice. Thanks, man. And then get around this, right? Not only that, 
But with teams desperate to improve their chances of a higher draft pick, I think you're going to see passionate, keen to impress young kids making the most of their roster spots. Ah, I.e., you're seeing Hyman, Nylander, a bit yes. of desperate. They're like, I want to come in and lock up my roster spot. You could see these 19, 20 year old kids going absolutely bonter on this shit. And I mean, as an example, if the bees were cooked six weeks ago as opposed to tonight, we've got nine NCAA prospects. Bring them up. Let them the fly Bring the kids up. Bring Seth Griffith up. Bring Koklachev up again. Yeah. Leave Frank Vitrano in on a top line. Like, let them just go mental. Yeah. And see what they can do. Well, put them, you know, put them with Burgeon and Krejci and let's let them see, see, what, see what happens. Do. So, I like it, man. That, and, you, make, you make a good point, Cam. And here's another one. This even adds a trade market because teams may realize, oh, shit, we've got something with Kid X here, which means maybe player Y is more expendable than we thought. So let's say you're Washington, right? Who's a shit-hot Washington prospect? Uh, Madison Bowie. Madison Bowie comes up for 10 games. And at the moment, you guys are like, it's going to take him two years to develop into a league-ready D-man, right? Yeah. He comes in and just kills it. And you're like, oh my God, did we just find the next John Carlson? Yep. Maybe we can move John Carlson. Or maybe we can move someone from... But you know the point I'm making, right? Hang on. Have we got a a really good $800,000 a year player? So you're saying bring them up, toe dip them early, give them... More experience sooner, making them NHL ready sooner, making mm-hmm. the game better for it, essentially. And you're improving the trade market because, like I said, you go, holy shit, this kid's actually the real deal. Maybe we can flip this dude, come train time and address another need, get some cash back. I don't know. Or maybe he's just a sleeper because it's on, on an entry-level deal and they only have to pay him 650 k to be a fucking top-line belter. Give yourself some more flexibility. That's right. Love it. Big fan, Cam. So, Shane Doan. Legend, genius, philanthropist, leader. Cam Chambers, making great points. Probably three of those four things. Legend, <laughs> leader, philanthropist. <laughs> you are, that's right, Cam. You're quite philanthropic, as it uh, were. Yeah. With with the emphasis on throp. Throp. <laughs> throp. <laughs> hey, John, it's your favourite segment, though. Yes! Where would they be? Now... Let's kick this one off with a very obvious one. Oh, 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 I love doing this one too. Hey, I did these this way too. I know. Which and never happens. It never happens. I always write these and they're always wildly mediocre. Well, let's see how these ones go then, shall we? So these ones are great. So you said a Baron Wolfgang von Strucker, i.e. <laughs> what a name though. I know. I can't believe that's a real name. So who is this person? So the Russian under 18 squad. Oh, that's their, right. Their team doctor. And a team doctor who is an evil German scientist. Like, why would the Russians have a German scientist anyway? Multi- multiculturalism. I don't know. It feels like it's just a little conflicting post-World War II. Mul- multiculturalism. That answers everything. You know what, dude? You look at the science of it, we're all the same. We're all one people, man. We're all one people. It. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's been doing evil, evil experiments, i.e. Avengers Marvel style. Yeah, so for those of you that don't nerd out on this shit, Baron von Strucker is the dickhead who's doing all the experiments and all like the young kids to turn them into like weird superhero mutant dudes. That's right. Just like this Russian doctor was pumping these 18-year-old Russian kids full of drugs to play hockey, you fuck. <laughs> so look, ultimately, and by doing this, it's resulted in their demise. And demise is a strong word because they're not dead. They're just not allowed to play hockey at a professional level. Which has essentially publicly <laughs> humiliated them. And as a teenager, and that's that's the same as being dead, pretty much. Yeah. So you, sir, you creepy evil loser that cares not for the health of these youngsters, um, they can, these kids are going to grow to resent you. And eventually they're going to side with the good guys. And they're going to they're gonna go to court. And they're going to say it was him. It was the doctor. And they're going to bring you down. You motherless son of a bitch. <laughs> 
You know what? That was a little harsh, Cam. Fuck you, Baron Von Strucker. Yeah. Slash is. doctor of the... Slash doctor Russian squad, dude. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it feels like it was a little conflicting. Having a, have a, ger- a, a German doctor... A, sorry, an imaginary German doctor being the Russian squad's doctor. I just think you need to be a little more open-minded. And I don't it- know. I don't know. It feels like Putin wouldn't allow that. <laughs> Well, that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably right. Yeah, I know. So you can have this one because I'm doing the last one. <sighs> All right. Noah Hannafin of the Carolina Hurricanes. Soon to be the Quebec Hurricanes. What? 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 Uh, anyway, what? That, that's for another time. Yeah. Now, Jesus Christ. What on that earth? That caught me by surprise, I have to admit. What on earth could this highly touted young D-man have done to land on my Where Would They Be list? John, I'm going to tell you. Is <laughs> the where would they be list usually says you're a piece of shit and we hate you. Well, so so his game-winning shootout goal against the Bruins yesterday put excellent. our playoff chances into the excellent. hands of other teams, which totally sucks. <laughs> and do we deserve? You know, we deserve this for our insipid play. We totally do, but that's not the point. The point is a logical ranting, which is what I do. So Noah, if that is in fact your real name, I think it is actually with your game-winning, soul-destroying goal. You are Chris. Excellent. You are Chris Kyle, as portrayed by Bradley Cooper in the film American Sniper. You sharp-shooting son of a bitch. You handsome devil. We thought we we're in a safe place, safe hands. We thought we'd get it done, but no. There you are, tucked away in the bushes, quiet, unassuming, and then bang! You've done us in, and you fucked us out of the playoffs, probably. Probably. How dare you, Noah Hannafin? I thought it was pretty great, actually. Great surname, shit, first name. Fuck you, Noah. <laughs> He needs to grow a beard to be more Perfect. more respectful in a name like that. So who's number three on the list? It's your boy, Cham. It's me. Of course, it has to be. You're a flip-flopping, sorry excuse for a gossip-driven, clickbait-driving, quasi-news website. You know why? Why? Because you're a horrible prick to Jamie Vassie. And now... Well, you and, to, and his dad. And his dad. And what's going to happen now? He's going to play for the bees. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? With this shit? You can't just be like, oh! <laughs> you... Yeah, I, I even remember. You suck at... So does your dad, and what? <laughs> and now he's playing. He's going to end up playing for the bees. You suck, sir, and everything you stand. Not everything, because <laughs> I, I, I would be caught up in that, and that's not fair. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you suck, and you know it. I'm a breakfast TV turncoat. I am a Fox News trend hopper. I am a piece, a piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. You're not sorry. I'm absolutely not sorry. I regret nothing in my life, and I'm not going to start with that outlandish statement. <laughs> anyway, it's time for Jab the Hab Oh man, you know what though? I'm not going to do any jabbing this week I'm actually going to give the uh, Montreal organization some low to mid-level daps I feel like it might be Mid, mid to high level daps? <sighs> nah, mid-level daps Mid-level most. daps let's, right. let's settle on mid-level daps right. Our mid-level. boy John Scott got a call up for the big club So that um, means he gets to play two games for the, for the big club, it's great No, nah, he's just played the one game And they want to send him back down Surely they look I thought they were going to leave him there for the remainder of the season. Classy move from the organization who stated that John's been a professional since the trade and they wanted to reward him. Scott, however, has advised that he's going to play his game and that he's not going to return to the AHL affiliate in St. John's and he's going to go home. He's going to go and hang with his kids and his wife. Is this ending his career on his own terms? I sure hope so. I love the fact that he's digging his heels in and going out his own way. And I've been advised that he did ask the Habs to retain his jersey today, which would suggest that I think he's He's done. He's going to retire. Um, I can't wait to see him suited up as a front office vibe guy. Love it. He's going to be the one-man party machine for San Jose. San Jose, director of player personnel. There he is. Couldn't be happier. Yep. There's there's no way he's not going back to California, man. I would. Yeah. Although I know he, you would. He did grow up a uh, Bobby Orr fan. I'd love to see him in uh, Beantown. I w- he could go anywhere and we'd love him, to be honest. Except Montreal. 
Or, Even then, I would. Or Arizona because they dog the boys. Don't dog the boys. Don't dog the boys. <laughs> hey, so, get, final thing though, it's our awards segment, John. Finally, you know what? We've been run, running time on this episode is a lot longer than we thought. What can we say? We're interesting conversationalists. Yes, cunning, cunning linguists, as it were. Oh, very clever. <laughs> it's not really. First off, though, Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend. Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend of the Week. Jumbo Legend, Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Legend of the Week. You know what? That sample is so shit. Amazing though, right? Yeah. You know what? It took me all of about three to four minutes to make it. it sounds like it too. I know. But anyway, so the Jumbo Joe Legend of the Week is no one less than... Jumbo Joe himself. Why, John? Why? 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 Because he's had such a fucking legendary beard all season. His beard has been nothing short of miraculous. You are this correct. Season. It's, it's been sprouting out everywhere. Everywhere. It's, so it's it's so him and Patrick Marlowe have had the most fucking ridiculous beards all year. And Bernsey, obviously. Well, I mean, Bernsey. I mean, it is what it is, right? They could start a tribe in Northern California. That's right. But not only if, that, if just just bearded cavemen just kicking around. That's right. But not only that, his statistical performance in the back half of the year was nothing short of sensational for a man who is pushing 40. 50 plus points in the second half of the season. I know. I picked him up. What? Legend. So. John. I mean, not John. Joe. You, sir. The original and the best. We wish you the best of luck in the postseason. You jumbo legend. Yeah. I hope they go really deep. I love it. Balls deep even. Yay. Because jumbo Joe might get his dick out. Only if someone else scores four goals. Yeah. Uh, the boy Chuck Bone Crusher for the week's an easy one for me. The Florida Panthers blue liner Stephen Camford dished out a textbook monster bone crushing hip check on an unsuspecting Maple Leaf Frank Corrado. If you haven't seen the footage, treat yourself because fans both young and old loved it. It was clean, it was firm, it was fair, and there wasn't a cheeky headshot inside. This was something everyone could enjoy unless you are Frank Corrado because, dude, you got blown up. So did he, he he received the business. Oh my god! By your express post, to gave his face. him the business textbook hip check, and he got up though and dusted himself off and was like, "Fuck man, good hit, yeah, good great hit. hit." It's like the extra slow mo version of the big buff hit. Oh, loved that hit. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you see Wilson's one recently? Good hit. Great hit. Great hit. Big head. Hey, um, the final one though, the Steve Ott dog act of the week. The Steve Ott dog act of the week. Now this is actual. This is actual dog shit. You fuck. This has got you written all over it. You fuck. Ah, uh, the dog act of the week. You fuck. The Steve Ott dog act of the week. Ah uh, yes, Rolf Nielsen, owner of the uh, OHL team from Flint. Oh, fuck Finally. we for not calling it the Flint Tropics, you douche. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. But we we spoke about this earlier in uh, I think it was podcast fourteen. Uh, we were talking about this being a fucking piece of shit act. So he's he's finally he's been fined quarter million dollars and he's been suspended from all OHL activities for five years. Five years. That's right. It's effective immediately. His team has also been taken uh, re- removed with their draft pick in um, the first round. draft. That's right. In the which was draft, third which pick. The although weekend. they do still have pick five as well. They've kept that. Um, but the big thing here, and so the, his his uh, nasty strategy, which has affected his team, was that he has fired his. Um, his coaching staff twice. So the second in time November he did it, and February. That's right. The second time was in February, which has brought him into the headlines. So the first time, no one really cared. It was like, yeah, okay. That's well, no, apparently when he fired all the coaching staff the first time, it's because they weren't giving his son a game. Yeah, and he was then, upset at and that. And then everyone mutinied, and then he was forced to reinstate them. And then the second time he's fired all of them in February, the league's actually stepped in and gone, mate, 
you write this one out. They've taken over operations of the team. That's right. So the league is now running the team. Running the team. Similar, uh, similar to what they did in Arizona for a bit. Yeah, so he's eligible for a return in three years. Uh, that's essentially probation. It's going to be tough for him to return, though. Well, any breaches prior to that, it's actually legally he has to sell his 100% stake in the franchise. And he's out. But the worst thing, though, on top of all of this, multiple player agents have said that if Flint drafts them next week, oh, yeah, the players gonna aren't going to report for duty. Yep. So surely they've got to move the team because Flint, Michigan as well, isn't it like a war zone and they don't have clean water? Uh, yeah, yeah. Massive crime rate. They don't have clean water. Um, it's been it's, it's a real rough time in Michigan at the minute. It's surely, Flint. it's 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 a big old industrial town. The you know, unemployment rates like like twenty five percent or something. Apparently, it's the crime ridiculous. rate in Flint's worse than Detroit, though. Well, yeah, because no one's got jobs and there's there's less money. So even if you like, people just rob your house. So how's having up. a hockey team beneficial there? Well, it's not really. Move them. Apparently, they still get really good crowds. They would because it's like what OHL else is, is there like, to do? It, it costs like nothing to get in, dude. Yeah, I still think they need to move that team. Like kids don't want to go to a town that doesn't have running water. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's probably a good idea to keep them in the town because it gives people something to do. And yeah, but you're being an idealist, behind. whereas I'm being a realist. Oh yeah, move them. Yeah, <laughs> you make a good point. So there you have it, listeners. There it is, episode seventeen. It's been great. We've been having all of the chats. I feel good. I feel the playoffs are going to be terrible for my Caps. Maybe the bees will make it. Probably not. Honest, probably not. Um, We've I, been witty, though. We've been informative. We've been very Australian. Extremely Australian. It's been very good. You can hit us up on our um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're all on the uh, the handle of at Holy Puck Podcast. Uh, make sure you lurk our website, which is at holypuckpodcast.com, of which me, John, has done at, re- at least a reasonable job. Quite a so reasonable job. And um, on the website as well, I'm, I'm regularly blogging now, which is getting quite the traffic, which is very weird surprising actually. surprising um and in addition though we've also got all the different streams of the podcast through there through all our different mediums yep. itunes so soundcloud can, stitcher you can so check us out man rather than trying to find the podcast through your various podcast applications just go to the website hit that hit that set it through there and off you go yeah we're also over facing and, and the other things we, we got a few hundred followers now which is fucking weird yeah we've just gone over 300 followers and almost double the number of subs which is very silly really weird Keep it coming. Yeah, man. Maybe we'll be famous. I don't think so. No. There it is, episode 17. Peace.